You are listening to the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Get your receiver tuned to Marcus Sahaba free of charge. For Durban and surrounds, contact Hafiz Muhammad Basa on 067 025 or Ahmed Ismail on 065 823 9692. If you're in Gauteng, contact Junaid on 084 304 0795. Marcus Sahaba, for the pleasure of Allah. So she comes there with her husband and I can read the pulse because I'm a doctor and I can read the heartbeat. The heartbeat is not going like this. The heartbeat is supposed to go. She can fall. Because my heart you can feel. When someone comes to me, I can really feel. There's something not right And so the lady don't want to talk. She's got tissues. And the guy said, my bro, got to talk here. Yeah. Nice telling me, look here, yeah, I cheated. And this is not the first time. I'm a good listener. I'm hearing to him. So I said, my bra, Mufti Eke always say, no wife, no life. The home ain't no home when you're alone, my bro. Yeah, it's not liquor. You men are spoiled by choice. Even you should buy, say, makas double decker, my bro. You're a fool's kick, lekkachtele, peri peri service. Say, alhamdulillah, for you're a fool. Say, alhamdulillah. Tonight you're gonna go home and say, Mera Bibi, this morning I wipe me as guest also. Nankatai, Harunjebai, Dichai, Acha, Blacha, Jalab Jambos, the whole works. Marikas is Sahaba, the voice of This program is brought to you by Speco Rice, bringing friends and family together over meals. على الآيات والذكر وفي فيض من العطر هنا رمضان مدرسة تنير مآثر الفكر على الآيات والذكر وفي فيض من العطر هنا رمضان مدرسة على آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا Respected listener of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, and welcome once again into another episode of your program, Ma'Allah. And today, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, we have with us our Mufti, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa Mufti Saab. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum, Shaykh Zakaria. Shafaqallah, Allah give you complete shifa. And Almighty Allah make Ramadan mabrook and makbul, insha'Allah. And upon you and your whole entire family and the Muslim Ummah in large, insha'Allah, Rabbil Alameen. Barakallah uh, Respected listener, uh, Mufti Sab today is with us in order to uh, uh, answer your queries and your questions with regards to all the ibadahs that we do in this Mubarak month of Siyam, of Salah, of Sadaqah, of Zakah, of Taraweeh. Any question pertaining to uh, this Mubarak month, uh, Mufti Saab is here to answer you, enlighten you, and educate you, inshallah. So what you need to do, inshallah, is to send your message uh, to our WhatsApp uh, line, uh, that is uh, 084-786-3132. And inshallah, we will refer the question to Mufti Saab, and he will give you the answer uh, that you, inshallah, satisfies you. Uh, Mufti Saab, we have some uh, questions that we've got here. The first question says, uh, respected Mufti, does vomiting and inserting a suppository break the fast? 
بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Regarding vomiting, we should understand the following. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Man alayhi al-qadha. So if a person vomits unintentionally, inadvertently, like a lady who's pregnant and now she's vomiting, or you are sick and you vomit, so unintentionally your fast is still totally valid, irrespective of the amount. But when a person self-induces it, you put your finger inside your mouth, you put a teaspoon inside, and then you vomit, remember the fast will break. According to the Shafi'is, Maliki's, Hanbali's, majority scholars, irrespective of the amount, Man al-qadha, the hadith in Bulughul Maram, Mishkat Sharif, Mustad Ahmed. So Shafi'is, Maliki's, Hanbali's, once it's done intentionally, deliberately, the fast breaks. Hanafis aid one condition. They say it must be intentional and it must be mouthful. Then it will break. So that's the slight difference of opinion there. Hanafis say intentional and mouthful. Majority just say intentional. Then the fast will break irrespective of the amount. Second issue is just now I received a question from UK that a person went to the doctor and the doctor inserted some message in the some medicine in the back passage. So like people suffering from piles, then they have suppositories and what have you. So for a male or female, any medication that is inserted through the back passage, remember, will break the fast and qadha is compulsory. But water, for example, whilst a person is making istinja, cleaning himself, water goes inside, then remember, no problem, the fast is still valid, so we should know all these masail and laws so that our fast, we know whether it's valid or not. Jazakallah khair. Uh, the next question says, Assalamu alaikum. Is there any dua to be read before uh, we fast? Remember that Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wasallam commanded the ummah to sahharu fa inna fi suhuri baraka open mishkat mustad ahmad you will find the ahadith remember regarding pertaining to suhoor and sehri the pre-dawn meal like ye in khauteng now our region lanesia johannesburg 5.15, 5.16 is cut off time nowadays so we will say that once that person made intention to wake up for suhoor and he had the suhoor he partook of the suhoor so finished that his intention verbally orally to say something that is not the sunnah of nabi salam, but it is permissible you will see on the timetables it is written bisomi ghadin nawait there tomorrow tomorrow meaning that now this day that is coming i am fasting so that is all permissible acceptable but we must not consider it sunnah because nabi salam did not read and recite these words nor did nabi salam command the people to say it but it is permissible. Jazakallah mm. khair, Mufti The next question says, Assalamu alaikum. 
the intention that we make in order to fast a day, do we have to make intention on daily basis or one intention for the whole Ramadan is enough? No, you have to make it on a daily basis. The hadith is authentic. And remember Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Mallam yubayit is siyam, fala siyama lahu. When a person does not make the intention at night, meaning after Maghrib, after Isha, after midnight, till the suhoor time ends, that person did not make intention in his heart. So daily it is, then that fast is not valid. This is authentic hadith, open Mishka Sharif, Bulughul Maram, Muslim Ahmad, you will find it there. So we'll say daily a person should make intention. Therefore, the Shafi'is, Malikis, Hanbali say, At-Tabi'it, Lazimun, which means during the course of the night you make the intention, and that is compulsory. Hanafi say, you can make the intention for the Ramadan, Siyam, fasting, at night or during the day, and half an hour, one hour before Zawal, before Istiwa, Ushams, before the sun reaches its zenith, so that also will suffice one hour or so before the sun reaches the zenith according to Hanafis provided that the person did not eat or drink anything in the morning so that would be acceptable so that is a slight difference of opinion but you can't make one intention for the whole month it must be done on a daily basis okay uh, uh, the next question says salams mufti do you have to have wudu to read the, the Quran uh, or, or, or even the Quran app on the phone or something? Remember that one is the Quran Sharif that we normally have in a book form. So kitab la So that is in the kitab, the book form. So when we read the Quran Sharif in that Quran, so remember wudu and we touch in the Quran. So then wudu is compulsory. La yamassuhu illa al-mutahharun. We know that that is in Surah Waqiyah and verse number 79. So chapter 56, verse 79, that when we touching the Quran Sharif, then we must have wudu. However, today we know this technology, you have the Quranic app and all these type of things. So in a case like that, we will say it is better desirable that the person has wudu. But if he or she doesn't have wudu, you are reading in a train, in a plane and so forth. So sometimes it's difficult to go up and down and make wudu. So we will say that if you read on your tablet or on your computer or iPad or whatever, so and you don't have wudu, so it is permissible even without wudu to read the Quran Sharif. Although you are touching the tablet, because of the screen there, you're not really touching the words. So therefore the fatwa is it is permissible Alhamdulillah uh, the next question says Salams is there a minimum records we ladies can read at home of Taraweeh please advise regarding Taraweeh Salat we the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah agree that it is 20 records that is nothing less than that there is no 8 records 10 records 12 records according to all 4 schools whether you study the Shafi'i school, Maliki school, Hanbali school, Hanafi school, all will tell you of 20 rakats or even more, like the Malikis will tell you 36 rakats and then 3 witter. Anyway, you must remember 20 rakats is agreed upon. Today also in the Haramain Sharifain, Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Munawara is 20 rakats. So 
alhamdulillah. So that is the teaching of Islam and it is sunnati mu'akkada. So if a lady, she just reads two rakats or eight rakats or six rakats or a male, remember then that is not right because you have to read 20 rakats. So for you ladies who get very, very tired or you're old or you're sickly, so you can sit and read and second concession, remember that you can read it in fours. So what I mean by fours, just now one hour ago you read Zohar Salat, for example, so how you read the Sunnah de Mu'akkada of Zohar. So you must remember that you read Surah Fatiha and Surah in each rakat. After two rakat you sat and you read Tashahud At-Tahiyyat. After At-Tahiyyat you stood up towards the third rakat. So we read it in units of two. After every two rakat we make salam and then we continue. So you read it in units of four. So after every four rakat you are going to make salam so that is permissible especially for the ladies or the men who are old and sickly and so forth this is only according to the Hanafi school so we should take cognizance of that as well but my mothers my sisters brothers don't look for excuses and say no I'm going to read 10 rakats or 8 rakats or 12 rakats nay that we have to read the 20 rakats Mustafa Habibuna two ahadis come to mind Man qama Ramadana imanan wahtisaba who performs the tarawih salat internally with filled with iman wahtisaba we expecting the maximum reward and we do so with the love and zeal of Almighty Allah so ghufira lahu ma taqaddama min zambi then the sons are forgiven hadith in Bukhari Sharif and Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam said authentic hadith in Abu Dawood ibn Majah alaykum bi sunnati is compulsory upon you to follow my way and the way of the rightly guided khulafa. So therefore we say Taraweeh Salat is only 20 rakats. Our Honorable Ustad, Sheikh Muhammad Ali Sabuni Hafidahullah, wrote a wonderful book on this Taraweeh Ishrina Rakatan. So you can read it. Many other ulama have written books on this topic. Subhanallah. Uh, the next question says, Salams, Mufti. If a person bought an item with haram money, stolen, but he intended to pay it back. Remember, yeah, there are two separate issues. You know that stealing the money, all that is haram, so you have to return that money to the people from whom you stole it. And the item from whom you stole it, that item must be returned or you go and take halal money and then repay for that there. Because to pay with haram money is not permissible and we should remember this very, very carefully. Because remember Islam, the theft and all these type of things, people who commit fraud, people who steal, they are condemned in Islam. So we need to be very, very careful in this regard. The next question says, Assalamu alaikum mufti. If after suhoor there is still time till Fajr Salah, can we still read the Hajjud? Remember that before answering, we need to explain that what is written on your timetable, for example, yea, in Johannesburg tomorrow is 5.16 or 5.17. We just say 5.15 just to be on the safe side, right? So, so we say it is, that is the Sehri ending time. 
Now you had your suhoor and you already ate by five o'clock, five past five. There's still five, ten minutes left for Sehri to end. And now you want to read two rakat tahajjud, you want to make dua, you want to make istighfar, all that very good and no problem. But once the Sehri time has uh, expired, and now 5.20, 5.25, because Adhan in some places is 5.30, sometimes it's 5.40, I read Salat in a masjid, yea, in land, Jamaat is 6 o'clock, Adhan only goes 5.40. So remember, once the Sehri time expires, and thereafter, that the Fajr time has started, but the Adhan is delayed, Adhan goes 5.30, 5.35, 40, and now at 5.20, 5.25, you want to read Tahajud, that is not permissible because Fajr time has started and commenced already. Jazakallah khair. A question came now saying, Salam Mufti, can you please shed some light on distribution of zakah to a Muslim organization? But they use the funds, as you know, to pay for students to attend private schools. I pose this question because some students attend government schools uh, is in dire need. Also, our zakat is not given to, uh, in the time frame of Ramadan. Jazakallah. My brother, Jazakallah khair or sister, for posing that question. I have mentioned this repeatedly over the past many, many years that we must be very careful when it comes to zakat. Zakat is compulsory, right? And we have to pay 2.5%. And the recipients of zakat, Almighty Allah has mentioned in Surah 9, Surah Tawbah, eight different categories who are entitled to receive zakat. Today there are so many organizations, you must remember, and without fear of contradiction, I can tell you majority of them are abusing the zakat. How they abuse the zakat in the following manner. I give you three examples. They use the zakat to pay their own personnel their wages. So I'm running an organization, zakat organization, welfare organization, this organization, whatever it is. And now I tell people, give zakat. And then we take the zakat and we pay our employees with that. How can that be permissible? So you must remember that is abuse of zakat and not permissible. Second one is this, that people take the zakat money, put it in a savings account, and then they wait and wait and wait. Allah alone knows when they will pay, and they let zakat money collect interest. So that is the aim for opening that savings account. Then they will use the interest for themselves or their organization. And then when they feel like, as you rightly mentioned, they don't give it out in Ramadan, but they will give it out when they feel like. So why must we give this type of organization? That's the point I'm making. So when we know that they're doing what we would say in our vernacular, unda danda, they're doing all zigzag business. So why should we give them all the zakat? Zakat, we take ourselves, we know who are poor, deserving, go and give it to them. Or give to those organizations where you know 100% your zakat will be discharged properly. But all these zigzag organizations, me, I will tell you, stay far, far away from them. Third one, today people like the question you posed. Then now, the people, you, others are giving zakat, 
But the zakat is given to that student who wants to go to a private school, who wants to go to an elite school, or he wants to go to a smart shot university and all this. But there are other thousands, hundreds of students who are really suffering Muslims, remember, in government school, or they can't even pay for their correspondence and so forth. So how can we give those people when all these people are much more deserving? So therefore, I will tell you that stay away from majority of the organizations. Today's zakat, remember, has become a means for self-enrichment. That is what it is. So remember, people put up buildings, people put up their offices refurbishing their offices all with zakat money so you will find this going on globally I see this not only South Africa so I could travel here and there and people tell me this organization is taking zakat and then they build their office with it they build this they did that how can zakat money be permissible with all this so therefore never give these type of organizations zakat Alhamdulillah uh, the next question says, Salams, how are you, Mufti Sahib? Uh, one Musalli wants to know if taking oxygen from a tank will uh, break his fast and also uh, will using a nebulizer break his fast? Barakallahu feek, alhamdulillah, with Allah's help, Allah's mercy, we are well. Make dua all, may Allah grant us afiyah, siha, good health, comfort, safety at all times, all places. And the greatest wealth and favor of all, may Allah, Jalla wa Allah, is the wealth of Iman and Islam. Daily we should thank all, may Allah, for this wealth and gift of Iman and Islam. Okay, three questions here. Number one, a person is ill. And now that person is using oxygen. So the first question will be, if it is just pure oxygen, only oxygen, then remember and pure. There's no additions to it. So that would be permissible and the fast would be valid. Second question will be, with the oxygen, there is medication added to it then that will break the fast. Remember that it's going through the mouth, going through the nose or whatever you, so that will nullify the fast because remember medication is added to it. So that would be the second one. Third one, and this I want to explain to you as a rule so that we know because today in South Africa is the first of Ramadan in Makkah Mukarramah, today is second. So nevertheless, we're still in the beginning of Ramadan, so we should know these laws. When you see food, liquids, solids, going through medication, going through the mouth, fast broken. Going through the nose, fast will be broken. Back passage, medication going, fast broken. For ladies in their front passage, that they go for internal checkup and so forth by the gynecologist, fast broken. And you put things in your eyes, eye drops, all that, your fast is not broken. So let's come to the question, nebulizer and so forth. So today so many people, Allah Ta'ala give them all shifa, are suffering from asthma, from breath and dust and whatever, short breath, whatever it might be. And you are using the asthma pump, the inhaler, nebulizer. So all this falls in the category of medication through the mouth, through the nose and so forth. So this will, the fatwa is, it will break the fast and qada will be compulsory. Only qada, no kafara. Jazakumullah khair. The next question says, Assalamu alaikum. Say I missed two rak'at, tarawih salah. Uh, after my... Uh, uh, 
After my uh, salah, can I read the two mistrakats of tarawih? What the person meant was, is this, he is reading salat with the imam, and then suddenly he had to rush to toilet, or his wuzu broke, so he had to go make wuzu and so forth. So by the time he came back, he missed two rakats of tarawih. So now he read with the imam 18 rakats, then there was witr salat there. So after the witr salat, can he read the two rakats which he must? Yes, no problem with that, and you're supposed to do that. That, and you just read any surah that you know. Tabbat yada qulu Allah wal asri inna atayna alam tara lila fi Quraysh. So whatever you know, so now your 20 rakats are valid. There's no problem in a case like that. So your witr salat should be after taraweeh. That's best, but not compulsory. So if you must two rakats or four rakats or what have you, and that must rakats, you read it after witr, totally permissible and acceptable, no problem with it. Alhamdulillah. The next question says, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Regarding tarawih salah, can a short surah be read in the first rak'ah and a long surah in the second rak'ah? That's part of the question. Okay. Does surahs have to be read in order? Okay, mashallah. Good question, Sheikh Zakaria. It depends which surahs we are talking of. When we study the seerah Mubarakah, the honorable history of the Master Habibuna sallallahu sallam and the Sunnah, we find Nabi Salam in Jumu'ah Salat, Eid Salat, in the first rakat read, Sabbihisma Rabbikal A'ala. And second rakat, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam read, Hal Ataka. So Hal Ataka is slightly longer. So if it is like that, then it's no problem. But if there is much difference and discrepancy, meaning the person in the first rakat, he just read two, three verses, and then in the second ayah uh, rakat, he read eight, nine, ten, twenty verses. The salat is valid. There is no need for such day so, but to do so will be considered as makru and undesirable. Second one, in Salat, we should be reading the surahs in sequence. For example, you read Alam Tara. Thereafter, you read Lila Fikurashin or Inna Atena Kulwallah like that. But mm. remember, if you read Kulwallah in the first rakat, and then second rakat, you read Alam Tara. Then, for example, you read Wal Asri. So it means you're going against the sequence of the Noble Quran. The Salat is valid, no Sajda is so, but remember, is makru undesirable to do so. So we should try and read the Quran Sharif in sequence. Do our duty with beauty. Barakallahu feekum, Shaykh Zakaria. I think our time is up. Inshallah, you continue with your program. Allah Ta'ala give you siha, afia. And inshallah, that the system you got, mashallah, that you can speak from there and I can listen here seems to be working good. So tomorrow, inshallah, between 2 and 2.30. Quickly, let me give you the rundown what we have for you. 2.30 to 3, Sheikh Zakaria, Hafizullah. 3 to 4, Brother Amin, Templeton, Business Matters. 4 to 4.45, quarter to 5, Mona Khalid Yaqub from the Durban studio. Quarter to 5, to Maghrib time, Iftar time in Durban, half 
Hafiz Hussein Wadi, and thereafter the surahs of the Noble Quran will be read, 6 to 7, our brother Yusuf Ali, and 6 to 5 to 7, 10 to 7, inshallah. Then we'll be joining Evandale, Mona Ibrahim Randeri and his team, and that will be for the Isha Salat and Taraweeh and Witter. And when we finish with the local Taraweeh, we will be joining the Medina Munawwara Taraweeh, Masjidun Nabawi, and yesterday it worked out perfect, alhamdulillah. So we hope every night with the help and mercy of Almighty Allah, it is synchronized very, very well. After yeah. the Witter day, inshallah, Mona Muhammad Venker will deliver, render the synopsis and summary. Then Hapas 10 to 11, mashallah, will be more Dawood Siddharth. So we have a wonderful lineup for you. Make dua for us and the Ummah at large. Barakallahu feek. Jazakallahu khair, Sheikh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shukran jazeelan. Shukran jazeelan, Mufti Sahib. Listening to the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Merakazul Sahaba.